Hello and welcome back to my little corner of Oklahoma education. It is a cold one out there. I've uh, we had our a cold front kind of start coming through Friday. Students were a little worried. I'm not worried. They were hopeful that we would have a snow day on Friday, even though the district did already send out information through the principals to us that we weren't going to be having snow days. Uh, we were going if if we were going to miss, it was going to be a, a virtual day, which I kind of sort of got plans together for that on Thursday, but uh, ended up not happening. Had a little bit lighter classes on Friday because some of them, I guess, talked their parents into not coming, especially those who had to wait at the bus stop because it was like 16 degrees and like a one degree wind chill. So yeah, it was cold, um, but. I just adapted. Um, you played it, you know, use it to my benefit in the sense of, you know, you could tell the students were there, like physically, but I kind of joked with them that like mentally, emotionally, spiritually, maybe they weren't quite there. So I just adapted, um, kind of worked through the material a little quicker. Uh, than maybe we would have and allowed them to work on their study guide and kind of get going there and get into the weekend. But overall, the week was pretty good. I, um, it's, uh, well, well, was it good or is it just kind of a week or was it more of a, well, okay. It was awkward. We'll just say that it's not good. It was not bad. We're not going to have a, um, decision on that. It was just, it was kind of awkward because it was like we had a Monday where we had history and then we had take care of district stuff and then we had history and then we had take care of district stuff and then we had history class. So it was like a stop start. We couldn't, I, I feel like this week I can finally start the semester because while we started with our nationalism unit and we talked about, you know, German unification and problems in the Austrian and the Ottoman Empire in the late to early, late 1800s, early 1900s, it seems like every other day we have stuff going on. We had to uh, take the sophomores to training for the new electronic hall pass system on Tuesday. So it was pretty much tick attendance and off we go. Uh, some of them complained about the cheesy video that was put together to help them understand. But I had to remind them, at least you only had to sit through it one time. I got to do it six times. But we uh, made it through the day, did some more history on Wednesday, and then we did their uh, reading benchmark, which, oh... Man, that that day was a bit of a trial for me because I really do like hanging out and talking with the students, and I can't do that on those test days because I gotta I gotta give them time to get things done. But what was so there was that trial, but the bigger trial was towards my last two classes. I man, I liked them a lot. I really do. Um, but my six hour in particular, I had a few students that, and if you've been in education, you know this. They wanted to know like does this get points? The, the, these two articles I have to read and the, and the 20 questions I have to answer, it's like, is this going to affect my grade in class? And you could tell um, they don't want to do it. And I don't blame them because some of them, it's just they don't see the point of uh, preparing for the ACT. And our portion of the district benchmark was to help them get better at their ACT reading skills. Um, and we've tried to incentivize them with, uh, you know, the the breakdown of it like advanced basic and then below basic and if you can get basic or advanced um on these uh, benchmarks and we'll, we'll reward you with some like bonus points into the summative category of the gradebook so you know maybe their tests could be get a little bit of a cushion because they're showing proficiency on their reading skills 
but, but I don't know if they just, students were just tired of taking benchmarks or what, but I had way more than I expected in my six hour who just finished in five minutes or less. Um, it was bad. Like, oh, it was annoyingly bad. Um, and I was stretched to my professional limit because some of them were really cool students and they were just, just finishing up and being done. And, and I had one who finished, but did fine. Um, because I did the math. I was trying to figure it out early in the day. Some of them were getting done quick and I was like, is that inappropriately quick or is it just, um, you know, being done too fast, which I noted. And I did the math and it was about, it probably, if they were on like an ACT pace, they could probably finish up in about 18 minutes. Um, but in reality, it would probably take most of them 20 plus, 25 minutes or so to, to, to do all the questions. But uh, I had one young lady who was right near my desk and within two minutes had finished and shut, shut her laptop and was just like looking up at me like, look at me, I just did a wonderful, great thing. And I just kind of, I guess I scowled more than I wanted, but I just kind of looked at her like, what? What did you just do? And she was like, what? Still not getting that that was potentially a problem. And I just I had to tell her, I was like, you just did a very awkward thing. She's like, what? It was an awkward thing? I was like, yes, you, you, that I'm not saying good or bad. I like awkward, but it was just, I said, yes, you just did a very awkward thing. And don't be surprised when you get an awkward look in return. And it was like, it didn't even dawn on her that hurrying through it to get done was not the best of choices. Because also, what are you going to do for the next 30 plus minutes of class while other people are taking it seriously and trying to get things done? It's like you just gave yourself free time to do what? And I was getting over that and finishing up attendance. I look across and I have a uh, another young lady It was like done. And I kind of looked like, what? And gave me a little like hang tin, like, yeah, I did. It was like done in like five minutes. And I just shook my head and like, no. And it was, I was so frustrated. And then just blurted out. It's like, well, why are you mad at me? And I, and I caught myself because I was. I'm just like, oh, dang, my professionalism slipped. They, they can see I'm frustrated. And so I, I did. I finished up what I was doing. And I just walked over to her side of the room. And I, I squatted down and, and was very quiet because people were testing. And I said, it's not so much I'm mad. It's just that. From getting to know you over the last few months um, of the school year, I just, I expected better because you're better than this. And I could tell she knew what I meant. And and I just kind of got up and left because someone else asked a question. I uh, wanted to go to the bathroom. And it was just like, and they were done too. And it was just like, oh my gosh, he was finished. And it was like, no, you, no, you can't go right now. You, it was so frustrating. And I know it's such a silly, dumb thing, but it was just like, y'all are better than this. Um, and I had to go and do my own little 10 count <laughs> at my desk because it was just like, this is frustrating. But in the end, it's like, that's a choice they make and I can't blame them. Um, it was also frustrating because I was like, talking about it with one of the instructional coaches later in the day at the end of school. That This is why sometimes teachers have a hard time taking the data from these benchmark tests seriously because we live through those the day of watching students just do that and I had probably had about six students in that class 
just be done within five minutes. Like didn't take it seriously. Um, and I had like two or three in every class do that. So it's, it's like things skew towards, oh, we're, we're so bad. And, and again, I can't fault students. Some of them don't want to go to college. Some of them haven't figured out that they need to go to college and maybe uh, the ACT is a way to help them pay for it. Um, and they don't care that the state of Oklahoma uses the ACT to grade the high school because they're just going to put in their time and move on. But it's such a high stakes situation and the people who are we are pinning our hopes on don't care. And, and I'm not saying that that's their fault either. It, it just reminds me of, uh, it was like a state level employee once was joking about like my wife being a theater director and having those contests they go to, but even more so like the coaches uh, around the state where basically they're putting their careers in the hands of teenagers. <laughs> and that's kind of what we do. At least they enjoy and want to go to their choir contests and their, their speech debate contest and, and to their sporting events. But like with the ACT test, that's our, that's our grade book, our benchmark, one of the big ones for whether Mustang High School is, you know, an, a, a stellar school or not. And the people, many of the students taking the test just don't care. Um, and so it was just frustrating. Uh, and made it through. Seventh hour went better. Some of them still did the same thing. But it was just like, eh, what are you going to do? That that awkward week that we had going on. Um, the uh, weather clothing, closings, like I mentioned earlier, was, were, were a bit awkward with people not there. But even despite that, I had uh, a good conversation. I put up one of my uh, discussion questions up on the screen on Friday. And, and the question was basically that it was a statement. There is no such thing as a bad student, only someone who hasn't been managed properly. Do you agree? You know, there's no such thing as a bad student, just someone who hasn't been managed properly. And they went back and forth on that. All my classes, they we really got into it. They, they talked about it and like, I agree, disagreed. Some of them are like, well, some people just can't help where they're from. And um, and ultimately for them in every class, I I had to tell them that I tend to agree with the statement because, and they addressed academic and behavior concerns on what is a quote unquote good student. And for me, even either way, um, I tend to agree because on the academic side of things, you know, you hear students complain or teachers complain about they have the worst students ever. And maybe, maybe they're right. Usually it's not true, but maybe they're right. This year, they just have the worst students ever. Just bad luck of the schedule. But when you start asking questions to figure out like what makes them so bad, and it's usually because they don't do work or they fail tests, but even like they don't, they won't do any work. But then you, you observe that teacher's class or you ask questions and you find out that teacher just sits at their desk and doesn't move around. They don't like move around the room to see what the students are up to. So of course the students aren't going to do the work because you give them the opportunity to do that. You, you say work on this, even if it isn't like a Chromebook, a digital thing, but you don't wander around the room to make sure that's what they're doing. And so they figure out very quickly, they can just sit around and play on their phones or play games or whatever it is. And like, that's on you teacher. Um, you've created the environment where they don't do anything. You ask them to read something and answer some questions, but you don't teach them reading strategies on how to do that or walk them through it initially at the beginning of the year. Well, yeah, they start to realize that you say do it, but you don't actually expect them to follow through with it. That's on you. Um, so if they're bad uh, students because they don't do work, well, I think, think they haven't been managed properly. Even on tests, like they're bad, they're all failing the test. Even if that were, that were true, um, 
usually everyone failing on a test is because the content didn't match the test. Um, the content wasn't like, like wasn't introduced in a way to help them uh, prepare for the test or the test was bad. And either way, that's on the teacher. And I talked to them about how the world history teachers get together at the end of each test to talk about like, hey, we had quite a few of the sophomores miss this question. What are we going to do about it? Like, was the question wrong? Was the instruction wrong? What are we going to do about it? It's not necessarily on the student. And sometimes, you know, um, we have to address that. Like, because maybe one teacher had a problem with, but not all of them. And that's how we figure out what we can do better. But that's on us. Even on the behavior side of things, it's on the teacher. I even retold a story about how, um, for me, those behavior issues are usually antagonized by, by teachers. Um, it's like, you know, you know when someone's having a bad time, like teachers almost pick fights with students sometimes. It's like, leave them alone. They're not having a good day. And I said, that's why I, I, I greet students at the door so I can take the temperature to see how they're doing. Because, you know, if you're not in the mood, then maybe I got to back off. And I, I said, because I messed up. It was years ago, but it was a student. And we'd been we'd been uh, jokey all year long. It was probably like March-ish when this happened. And he came into class and looking back, like his energy was a little different. But... Um, I, I didn't think much of it, of doing other things. And as we're getting class started, he walked up to the front of the room to fiddle with something up there. And it was kind of disruptive. And someone said something, you know, made a comment about him acting that way. And I made a smart aleck comment about it. And he turned and was like, why don't you just shut up and get back to teaching the lesson? And oh, and I kind of looked at him. I was taken aback. But I um, asked him, you know, quietly, politely asked him to step out in the hallway and finish up stuff with class for the next couple of minutes. But then I walked out there and I was like, hey, man, um, just so you know, the only reason you're not in the office right now is because we've been good all year long. We, like your reputation with me is good. Um, and but like that was not cool. And that's when he was like, actually, Mr. Farnham, uh, like pause. Sorry. Um, I'm sorry. I just uh, my mom kicked me out of my house last night. And I was like, whoa, OK, pause. Um, are, are you OK? Do you have a place to be? He was like, yeah, I know I'm staying with my friend and I'm doing this. And I was like, OK. And for me. It was that realization, and I was telling the students that I, without knowing that, without dealing with that, I could have easily just sent him to the office, and I could have told the principals what has happened, what had happened, and because I was the adult, they would have believed me more than anything. They wouldn't have cared about his, you know, personal stuff, and they would have gave him detentions or ISI or whatever it was for the disrespect. Um, but that was on me. Like I wasn't paying attention. I wasn't uh, being aware of where he was at and what he needed. And that was bad management on my part. And I haven't done it since. I try to be aware of that and, and to know what's going on. Because in the end, if there's any issues in the room, it's on me. And so we had a good talk on that. The idea that, for me, there are no bad students. They're just students who haven't been managed properly. Um, some of them who maybe have had bad experience with a male teacher or with a history teacher or just all teachers. But it's like I can have the chance to show that it can be different. I can respond differently. And I looked forward to that every year. And so despite an awkward week, that was a great conversation with my classes. And it was a good reminder to me of what I can and should be doing and the power that I have in my classroom. And um, I hope that I'm still reminded of that as we get into these next few weeks and months of school because, you know, spring break will hit, spring fever, summer fever will hit, and they're going to get a little goofy. They're going to get a little awkward, and I shouldn't take it personal. 
and I should be aware and do everything within my power to manage this situation instead of just blaming them or um, the season we're in. But, yeah, that was a lot. But that's where I was at this week. Um, I get to practice this a little bit more um, and just accepting and managing because now I found out just a little bit ago that I need to go make a virtual lesson for tomorrow on Tuesday because with the extreme cold, I think it's going to be a negative 15 wind chill tomorrow. They've decided to uh, go virtual tomorrow. So I'm going to go work on that. I hope, hope you're thinking about how you can manage your situations better. And I hope you're staying warm. And as always, have a day.